Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. I was just being used as a human scratching post. (laughs) Your cat was trying to defy the laws of gravity. (laughs) He's so cuddly. He just needs to be on me at all times. Well, he was trying to sit on you. Like on your collarbone yeah. <laughs> while you were sitting upright. He's like, I can make this work. I can make it work. I can't make it work. Yeah, he was trying to treat you like a mountain goat would treat a mountain. <laughs> mountain goat I'm trouble. impressed. Oh, he's such a good kitty. He's great. Just needs a, a lot of attention, which is fine. It's the opposite of what I thought he was going to be when I first got him. I really wanted a cat that wanted a lot of attention. And I was kind of sad when I got him. You were there. I'm like, oh, yeah. he might not, you know, be a very cuddly cat, but he's cute. So cuddly. He's so different. I'm he's glad you saw boy. him when I first got him because you believe me. Yeah. I mean, luckily, I think that Well, you're a good judge of character on kind of, you know, all beings, but. That's right. Don't mess with me. Yeah. It was nice to be able to kind of see your process with him because I was there at the Humane Society where he was in a, uh, like a director's office by himself because <laughs> he, was he had isolation. Yeah. Cause he had attitude problems because he was what? 13. He was, I think he was 14 or he had just 14. turned 15. He's 16 now. How long has okay. it been since I got him? It's been two years. Uh, it'll have, it'll be three years this winter. Wow. Um, because you got him right after He's I got back from Japan. Cat. Yeah, yeah, he is your COVID cat. You got him right before the COVID ice yeah. like, lockdown, though. At least that's true. But he was in, so he's in this office by himself, and you could tell that he wanted to see, like, he wanted to interact with people, but he was so apprehensive just due to you know his situation. Yeah. And so, like, I could see you, like, your interaction with him, and like trying to bring him out of his shell, and you could see him do it, like. It was like every once in a while it was like an almost thing, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was it was really neat. And then obviously I went to your apartment a bunch, and so I was able to really see him you know come out of a shell. And he's very 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 different. Yeah, and he's still very very shy with strangers or people who aren't over as often. Even with Laura, who takes care of mm-hmm. him when I'm gone for longer periods of time, he's still pretty shy around her too. Weird. He's not shy around me. Well. You've got the magic touch. I've got the magic touch. Meanwhile, one of my cats is uh, nothing like he was when, you know, in the in, on Pet Finder in the videos where he's this nice, cute, little, purry, snuggly little thing. And now he's a brat monster demon child. <laughs> you have the opposite problem. <laughs> uh, we love him. He's great. He's he's very funny. He's a really he's a really fun cat. And, but he's just... <sighs> you just have to keep your cats separated <laughs> all the time. It's because they're just... Well, part of the reason is that my other cat, when we were in Japan, was living at my parents' house, and one of their cats was really antagonistic towards her, and so she's very apprehensive. She's never actually spent that much time around male cats, and he's the feistiest out of them. Uh, my sister's cat is the one that she openly spent the most time around, and he did, wouldn't do anything to her. And my parents' cat, he was a little bit kind of fussy with her as well, which was annoying, but... She's particular. Yeah. And he's not. He just wants to play all the time. Right. But yeah, it's exhausting. Why won't you play with me? 
Ah, because she's stupid, and he's stupid, and everyone's stupid. We're the stupid household. Welcome to our house. But it's fine. We we live in a in an equilibrium where we figured things out, and our savior has been this zip screen door that we have yeah, between our say, bedroom and our living space. Yeah, you've made it work. But that one, we have to clean it by another one because the one currently the zipper has become not so great. <laughs> well, I probably didn't help with that when I was at your place. I'm like, how do I figure out this darn zipper? Well, we got one. The one that we have now is kind of like U-shaped, mm-hmm. which has been kind of a pain in the butt because I thought the one that I was getting was D-shaped. So it was like the, the zipper, look, it looked more like a door. Yeah. This one looks more like a like a dog like a dog Yeah, or door. like a tent. So you'd think I'd be good yeah. at that because I, I camp and I am used to but zippers like that. But it's the opposite of a tent because tents are up and over, right? This is like under. Uh, it Yeah, you can go under. I mean, obviously oh. with the zippers you can go like. I t- I'm talking like zipper. I've camped recently. <laughs> hey, you know I what? You camping. could. You could come camp with me anytime no. you want to. I'm so sweaty and I have such weird sensory issues when it comes to my own body that if I feel dirty at all, I start having like panic attacks. Yeah, they're camping, not panic attacks, but they are anxiety not attacks. For you, then. <laughs> no. Like that's and I think it spawns from some of my camps that i like my my like overnight camps i went to as a kid yeah yeah we've talked about that how you went to overnight camps and i never did so it's kind of interesting how now i love camping and it kind of instilled this thing in you where you don't like camping i loved my overnight camps but the overnight camps that i liked better were the ones that were a little bit more modern yeah i mean the one that i went to most often was a you know an orchestra camp so we were at a university i've talked about this but my first camp i i talked about the disgusting showers and bathrooms and i think there was just this and the and there were so many bugs in our tent it was such a night and mosquitoes oh the other thing is my mom always likes to say that i have sweet blood because mm-hmm. mosquitoes if there's a mosquito i will get 14 bites minimum like i always like i will always be bitten by mosquitoes yeah. it's 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 the worst and so like every time i went to an outdoor camp i would just have to just douse myself in bugs well especially in wisconsin that's kind of an issue in the summer (laughs) so muggy i keep thinking like i can't wait for summer when it's warm but i keep forgetting like oh that's also gonna bring the bugs the mosquitoes it's been so hot it's been so hot it was like 97 yesterday oh my gosh that's too hot for me Right. I, no, it wasn't even I like, was getting oh, too was warm like in my <laughs> I was getting too warm in my car today when I was driving on my lunch break. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like getting too warm in my car. It was fifty degrees outside. No, okay, were you was and this might have been when I was in eighth grade, but when we were at River Bluff, our like seven eight school, what I kind of refer to as our junior high school, even mm-hmm. though we basically had two middle schools in my school district, which is well, dumb. I didn't, so uh, I consider it my middle school. <laughs> Right, but you came into the school district halfway through because you went to private school. We all know how much uh, I loved that experience. Yeah. So there was a year where the winter was absurdly cold constantly. Because 2019, it was very cold for like a week. And it was like very, 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 very cold. But it was like negative 50 or whatever. I'm making up that number. But it was like... <laughs> People were going outside, like, throwing hot water, and it would instantly freeze, and it was a trend and whatever. Yeah. But the winter of, like, 2005 or 2006 was consistently, like, negative 15. Like, it was, like, never... It was, like, never above that for, like, all of December through, like, February. Yeah. And then 
one day in the middle of all of this, it was like 25 degrees. And all like of us summer. were outside. Yeah, in t-shirts all and shorts. All of us were outside <laughs> in t-shirts and jeans. Like, I remember being... And the teachers weren't even saying anything because they were doing it too. They were, We were all, like, sweating. Yeah. We were like, it is so hot. And it's... And honestly, I love using that story to help... <laughs> if there's any sort of, like, perspective on things where mm-hmm. people are like, oh, this and the other thing, or like, oh, I don't do well with cold, or like, oh, I can't do 25 degrees. And I was like, let, you, let me tell you what, I can do 25 degrees. Yeah, especially After being sub-zero <laughs> for so long, I will still complain about 25 degrees because I still get yeah. cold really easily, but I'll take it over do negative not. 30. And now I you're in California where people complain when it's like 50 degrees, <laughs> or they yeah. wear their jacket winter jackets. Yeah, I definitely haven't done that. I I was actually shocked when we went to New York a, like a month ago and it was cold. It was like 30 or something. And Ethan and I had our winter jackets because we kept those because we knew that if we traveled, we'd want to have them on hand. Yeah. And I wasn't, it wasn't as much of a shock. I was expecting to be like, oh my God, it's so cold. I haven't had 30 degree weather in two years. Oh my God. It was fine. Like we were both like, yep, we're super used to this. Okay, here we go. It's cold. Darn. Well, to be fair, I guess like 50 and 60 in California also feels cold because it's such a dry heat. Like it's not humid there. Yeah. So I remember being there in September when we went in 2017 and I got chilly at nighttime Mm. and it was still like, what, 60? at night it can get down into the 30s because we're a desert and we're a valley and all that stuff so but uh enough about the weather let's talk about this movie we don't want to talk about hounded (sighs) yes this movie from 2001 is called hounded it stars ed begley jr taj maori some guy that no one knows and Shia LaBeouf and Sarah Paxton, yeah, I, was say, I guess. Sarah Paxton, but she's in it like at the beginning and then the very end, and then you kind of for well, her and Shia LaBeouf's character are both gone for such a long time during that whole dog fiasco in the middle. Oh, what a great picture of this dog they have on here! When in the movie, it looked terrifying. Yeah. So what I think is funny is that in on the like tiny thumbnail, like when you click on Hounded. It's Taj Mahari and his brother, who's supposed to be, like, a teacher at uh, the military academy that we'll talk about. And he's smiling. His whole thing is that he's supposed to be, like, a hard ass. Yeah, he didn't smile, like, at all, except maybe one no. time in this movie. <laughs> Super weird. Okay, so here's the blurb. TBG, 2001, an hour and 31 minutes. This movie is far too long. Yeah, they, like, this movie could have trimmed so much fat. Things. There's some scenes oh. where, like... Why is this being prolonged for so long? I'm like, well, probably to get to an hour and 30 minutes. Anyway, it's drama, it's coming of age, it's animals in nature, and it's comedy. It's none animals of those. Animals in nature. It's... Have we seen that one before? Even yeah. on, like, You Lucky Dog? I can't remember. I don't know if it was on You Lucky Dog, but it was on another one. It... I'd have to look at the list. But there's there's one that was a kind of about animals. I'll, when we get to the list, I'll look at it. But this movie's a horror movie. Yeah, no kidding. It is. We kept referring to it as Cujo for Kids, which it is. Yeah. It's Cujo for Kids, which if people don't know, Cujo is a Stephen King novel novel about a possessed dog 
who is terrifying okay. in the movie is scary. As I say, I don't think I've actually seen that movie. Surprisingly. I, I mean, it probably doesn't hold up super well, but I watched it in high school and was like, no, 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 none of this. <laughs> I'm surprised you watched it in high school. Oh, with the... I don't remember who I watched it with, but it was with like some, it was like the magical kids or something. I don't know. I was peer pressured into it and I was like, I don't want this. I mean, I'd seen The Shining. The thing is, I liked other Stephen King movies. I'd seen Carrie. I was like, it'll be fine. Nah. Well, All right, I, won't so... add, I won't add that one to my list then. Doesn't Probably sound very not. exciting. No. So, Jay is a 13-year-old competing for a scholarship with the headmaster's son, rival classmate Ronnie Van Dusen. But when the headmaster steals Jay's speech, Jay concocts a way to get it back. Everything goes as planned until Jay finds that the Van Dusen's show dog followed him home. Jane's Jane? Jay soon realizes taking care of this dog is no walk in the park. This isn't the worst. It's okay. It's not totally accurate. The the headmaster doesn't steal his speech. He confiscates it because he thinks that uh, Jay's comic that he wrote on the back of it, like the flip book, mm-hmm. is uh, a disgrace. And so he, he, he confiscates it. He puts it in his office. He brings his son, who's Ronnie, into his office. And Ronnie copies the speech. Yeah. And wins the competition. Get to that later. That really, like, gives away the whole first part of the movie in that blurb. <laughs> the first half an hour. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. A small blurb is, trying to right a wrong, Jay accidentally steals the principal's show dog. That's a better one. Yeah, I like that one better. Accidentally steals. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right, let me go to the let me go to the sheet, because I want to see which one might have had animal and animals in nature. I mean, I'll, we can check you lucky dog, obviously, because that's a good oh. <laughs> That one definitely had animals. Yeah, I'll look it up quick. Oh, it's cowbells. Or, uh, uh what's the, oh, Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure? Oh, that might have been it. But that doesn't have nature in it. I mean, this that's doesn't true, have maybe nature it's just in animals. it. This one has I mean, animals, trees. Animals in nature should be limited to, like, the National Geographic specials that they do, like, the one and only Ivan or whatever. Yeah. Sharpay is just coming of age comedy and music. Cowbell. I swear we've seen animals in nature before. Cowbell is we could coming search... of age in comedy. I wish we could search by uh Wouldn't that be nice if the tags by tag, you could yeah. actually search them? Thirteenth year is a mermaid considered animal in nature? <laughs> Probably not. Did you check Lucky you Lucky Dog already? You Lucky Dog is comedy and fantasy. No. <laughs> not really. No, it's not. So maybe I'm wrong. I It's very possible that there has not been an animal as a nature. I just, it just looked familiar. Just like spy and espionage. All right. So expanding on this story. So there's Jay Martin, who's played by Taj Mowry, who's going to the school and the headmaster sucks. And he's played by Bagley Jr., and the whole speech thing that I just talked about with Shia LaBeouf. And then, he, so Shia LaBeouf's character wins the contest. And then uh, Jay is trying to expose him for cheating. And in doing so, he goes to the Van Dusen house where Ronnie is living in their pool house by himself. Yeah. Which is insane for a 13-year-old, but I digress. And then the their, their dog follows him home. Then we see just the scariest shots of this dog, like, over the course of the next, like, 45 minutes. Oh, terrifying. At first, it starts with 
you know, a close-up of the dog, and then they have these little, like, puppet paws that are going in front of the camera, and I'm like, okay, that looks terrifying, but whatever. And then Jay falls asleep, and and then he wakes up and sees Camille, which is this dog, staring at him and growling, and looks like her face is, like, her eyes are bleeding. Yeah. And her face is, her hair is, like, slicked back. It's so scary. And then she, like, chases him around the house, and he hides in the bathroom, and she digs a hole under the door and then she takes a hole in the door and we're like oh my god this is going to be a shining reference and it was there was a huge johnny reference which was the best part of this entire movie it was mm-hmm. so funny By far. it was it was it was this shining glowing f movie point of this movie yes which otherwise this whole sequence very with, boring like you can tell that people are just chucking the stuffed dog like yeah. against a door and be like oh look at this dog go so fast Psh. But it wasn't funny. No, like, the it was most of the like, time it was. <laughs> there were a couple, like the shine moment was funny. There were a couple yeah. other moments where I like chuckled a little bit, where I'm like, okay, this is like really, really bad, but it's kind of like entertaining. But then for the most part, it's like nah. <laughs> they overdid it. So overdone, and so like the the meat of this movie, like forty five minutes of this movie, is them dealing with this dog. Nothing progresses, and then. The last chunk of the movie is them getting the dog back to the Van Dusens by framing Ronnie as the one who stole the dog. And then it all turns out okay that Taj gets to do a new presentation. This time it's about making the city more accessible because Sarah Paxson's character is in a wheelchair, despite the fact that Sarah Paxson's not in a wheelchair, but I digress. <sighs> and uh, and then so Jay doesn't have to go to the military academy that his brother works at, and he gets to go to the 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 other fancy school, and go into their art program. But Ronnie goes to the Starkwell Military Academy, and he gets he has to train under Jay's brother. Ah, so convoluted, yeah. <laughs> too 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 much. Yeah, and the script was awful. Ethan kept having to, like, have these moments of, like, why are they saying it like this? It should be this. This is the tighter line. And it's like, you're right. And uh, the first one, I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's just the kid forgot. But there were so many instances where it was like, no, this is yeah, not this was how you like write this, this line. Purpose. Yeah. I wonder who was, wrote did, did you look up who wrote this movie? I did not. I looked I looked up the director who has done pretty much no nothing of interest uh, like nothing else of interest he directed some like tv shows like oh, the disney channel tv shows but i really didn't want to look into him that much because it's not a good movie right watch it be like same writer as the color of friendship it's written written by don calame and chris conroy don calame oh that's why we're getting so we have a chromecast that's you know, kind of like a Roku where, like, when you plug it into your TV, you have, like, a hub, and it gives you, like, recommendations. We are now getting yeah. recommended the Jessica Simpson, uh, Dane Cook movie Employee of the Month. Oh, no. Uh, because Dan Calame, the only other thing he has a credit for writing is that movie, which is not Well, I guess you gotta watch that one. <laughs> and Chris Conroy hasn't done anything else either. Well, that's probably for the best. Yeah, don't mean to be cruel, but uh, not a good. I hope they found something resume that builder. they're better at, and they're succeeding in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not we're being pretty transparent that we didn't like this movie. This probably is not going to be a very long episode unless we get off on a tangent. But we don't don't recommend this one. No. <laughs> I was hoping, like you know, two thousand one. Like we've had pretty good luck. Like even the ones we don't like that much, the older ones we 
still like like them enough to give them a pretty good rating. And this one obviously wasn't the worst. It wasn't offensive. But no, it there wasn't a, there wasn't anything that was outright. It wasn't brink. It wasn't racist. It wasn't you know it, wasn't true it, confessions. It wasn't true confessions. Yeah, but it was. I mean, it, what else? God, 2001 is a weird a weird one. There's just so many. The biggest vibe I'm getting is, like, up, up, and away, where it's, like, it wasn't, like, terrible. The effects up were great. Up, up, and away is better than this, though. Hmm? Up, up, and away is better than oh, this, Oh, yeah. Though. Yeah, but I think, that's Spo- the, I, mean, I think that's the lowest one I have besides, like, the offensive ones. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm basing mine off of is in between. My, my, so what I was thinking of during this movie was I would watch You Lucky Dog before I watched this. Like that's that's yeah. the best comparison because it was about a dog. Yeah, if I'm gonna I watch like, a dog movie, it's gonna be you. Lucky I'm watching dog. you, Lucky Dog, because you, Lucky Dog, it has <sighs> it's gimmicky. Like that's the thing is there's some gimmicky things, and then there's the part the the court scene at the end is just mm, chef's kiss, delicious. Yeah. So and you know Uncle Phil's in it, and that's great. Obviously, yeah. Kirk Cameron sucks, but it's... I do kind of want to go back and watch that one now that we've been watching all these other ones and be like, oh. What was you you lucky dog really like? It's been a couple of years. Not that I I mean it's a deep what do I have it at? a D plus movie. I have it a D. I oh I if I'm gonna I choose just... a movie it probably wouldn't be that one, but I am curious after watching all yeah. these other ones what I would think about watching our first one again. I mean it was such a point of reference for so long before yeah. we had really anything else to compare it to. And then we always have like I feel like now that we have more movies under our belt, like we've been able to kind of go and not just reference, you know, one movie as this is this is the anti gold standard, I guess, because we still have our gold standard movies, mm-hmm. and I think that that's fine because those are very rare, but the bad movies are not so rare. <laughs> so it's been nice to not have to d- pun one hundred percent unintended dogpile. On some of the worst movies, but <laughs> Lucky Dog isn't even the worst. No, I was telling some of my coworkers about this podcast just as like a because we were talking about like how to rate movies, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> well, I got a whole podcast about rating movies. Let me tell you." Here's the thing, and they're like, "What's the worst one?" Right? Oh, and we were also talking about how the worst, most egregious act a movie can have is to be boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got on this topic because we were talking about that Pinocchio that was like, "But father." Apparently it's not bad enough. It's just super boring and dumb. But we were talking about that, and I said, actually, it's exactly what we've come across in this. Is that the ones that are really, really awful are the ones that are offensive in some yeah. way. But the ones that are boring are terrible. And they're like, so what's the worst one you've watched? Now it's dad napped. Yeah. Oh my god. Hands down. Yeah, dad napped. So Hands down, dad napped. There's obviously, and if they, if I thought about it a little bit more, I would have been like, oh well, you know. Frenemies was terrible, and Zapped was terrible, but Dadnapped is so boring. Yeah. The entire movie is so boring. Zapped and Frenemies have some moments of reprieve. Dadnapped has none. Yeah. like We have ones that are ranked lower, but that's because they're offensive, and it's a given that they're ranked the lowest. But yeah, the boring ones are so hard to make, make it through. At least the offensive ones, you're like paying attention the whole time and it like keeps your attention because it's so offensive <laughs> yeah but the no, boring but ones this, it's I just mean, like this can be over any time come on it's so so bad 
oh it's god it's so bad i just like and i i am someone who cannot be bored like i just i'm someone who can like veg out and not be doing something all the time but i have to i have to have at least something that has my attention whether it's just like something on the tv or it's crocheting or it's drawing or something like but if if i'm watching a movie and giving it my full attention and it is not keeping that attention i'm not gonna be happy about it yeah this one I know we still haven't talked about the test of time or the moral, and we'll get into that. Don't worry. But like this one, it it had some moments. It wasn't it wasn't as bad as Dad Nash with my attention. Like that was a struggle. Yeah, that was a struggle. This one, it was like towards the end. I was checking the time a lot. Are we done yet? Oh, it was way too long. Way way too long. This movie could have been like one fifteen. Yeah, there and was the way too part, much even dog was, like, shots the most, in the middle. The most action in the middle, but it's like yeah, they did all the gimmicks. With Jay and the dog, and then the brother came in, and they did all the gimmicks again, and then you think it's resolved when they're giving the dog back, but then they're in the car, the dog wakes up, and they go through all these gimmicks again. It's like, how how much can you do with this dog? Uh, Anyway. Test of time or moral first, Sarah? Uh, Let's do test of time. Uh, This movie doesn't hold up well. No. That's it. it does not. That's my ranking. Oh my gosh, all those sound effects. <laughs> so oh bad. Oh god. Just like the acting is bad. Taj, Taj and Shia are good. Everyone else is terrible. Yeah. Uh, Some of the lines gave... Sarah Paxton delivered. It's just like, oh. Oh, so bad. I gave You Lucky Dog a two. I would say that this holds up better than You Lucky Dog at the very minimum. Up, Up, and Away is a three. I would say Up, Up, and Away also holds up worse than this. What's that a three, five? Yeah. Like, the the dog was so bad, but also it was kind of like, was it supposed to be that bad? And it was supposed to be, like, funny? I know. It wasn't funny. It was genuinely scary. But, like, Up, Up, and Away had those absolutely, like, grotesque-looking costumes. Yeah, that's true. At least, like, the, the outfits in this weren't outrageously 2001, from what I remember. Right. I don't, uh, there was too much lingo, was there? Like, 2000s no, lingo? No, it was pretty, it was pretty, it was pretty lingo Like, Do I really not have anything between a three and a four for Test of Time? Guess you're about to. Oh, no, I have Twitches two and a three, two, five. Let's see what I, I got guess, here. I guess I'll give this a three, five. Twitches 2 definitely had some terrible effects, and the acting was even worse, so. I don't know if I do either. Alright, 3-5 it is. Gosh, every time I scroll, it, like, goes up. Oh, wait, I have Twitch, yeah, I have Twitches 2 at a 3-2-5 as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, this movie is so bad. Oh, gosh, we have so many movies now. I'm, like, it's scrolling forever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll do, I'll do a 3-5. Why not? I like it. There's nothing else to talk about. Yeah, it just felt very 2001. It there were something a lot of things like oh he used a payphone at school. There's a lot of things that could have been solved with cell phones, which like I'm not gonna blame 2001 for, but it's like it adds it adds to the datedness. It just yeah. does naturally. Uh, speaking of the phones, I could not get over the fact that. Every time Jay used that voice changer, he would hold oh, up yeah. the phone to his mouth instead of the end of the voice changer, which at least his brother, what's his yeah. name, Mike, 
At least he did it the right way where he held the phone receiver at the end and then would, like, hold it up to his ear. Yeah. Gotta get it right. So weird. I also really liked the police tracing technology of, like, we need two minutes with just these, you know, super high-tech laptops. And then they'll tell us exactly where it's coming from in this exact fact. It's so dumb. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, I don't know too much about tracking, but isn't it just like they tell you what cell tower it's coming from? Yeah. They can just pinpoint the cell tower. Not the Well, I guess that's cell phone, but I think with maybe with landlines it's different. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I feel like with tracing, there's still, I feel like that's also, that's just still really too far too accurate. Yeah. Oh. It's coming from your pool house. (laughs) Like, what? Yeah. No, they didn't say it was coming from the pool house. They said it was coming from their house, like their property. That's all. I guess it's more believable that way. One thing we forgot to mention is that one girl has, like, two lines in this movie, and she's the troll oh, girl yeah. from Halloween Town High <laughs> and High School Musical composer. usually I'm terrible at facial recognition, but you said that, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I, I recognize her face. Yeah. That's the only trivia on IMDb as well, is that this is her debut. That's the that's only it. thing. I guess there's not the much else trivia. in this movie that's uh, worth putting in trivia. Really? Nothing else of note? Genuinely. They didn't even put the Shining reference in there? That's surprising. Shocking, right? Uh, time for me to do it. My time is shining. <laughs> so I know you wrote down a lot of the morals. The other thing about this moral of this movie is that it's so chock full of offhanded <laughs> morals. Yeah. And proverbs. And it's just like, do we need all of these in here? Oh, of course we do. We're trying to make a moral heavy horror movie. Uh, let, me, let me tell you some of the stuff I wrote down. I didn't write everything, but I wrote, <laughs> find your spine. I don't know who said that, but someone did. Uh, I put, art is for people who think they're better than everyone else. So if you're an artist, Obviously. that's your moral. You think you're better than everyone else, apparently. <laughs> I wrote, um, lying is okay as long as someone did it to you first. Then it's it's a go. <laughs> you can... <sighs> Uh, the whole thing with them framing Ronnie at the end, and it's just like... Felt bad. Yeah. If if like, if like, someone does this to you and steals your project, then your solution... You can solution, frame them for a crime. Then your solution is to, yeah. It was... <laughs> frame someone for stealing. Like, that's... Okay. Yeah. This movie was just... It was a lot of, like, don't steal, don't cheat. Oh, there was the thing, the the the, the quote... Or it was whatever the, like, principal at the, the, the military academy told Mike. And he was like, you, no one's gonna, uh, you've gotta, fudge, what is it? Oh, it's something about I know respect. The, at the beginning when you were, when they. Because that's definitely what it is. Yeah. It's I muddy. Of course I didn't write that one down. Because it was within the first, like, four minutes was, of the movie. It was also very long. It was a very long quote. Um, let me see. I did write what Mike told Ronnie at the very end of the movie at the military academy, which is always try hard and never give up. Yeah. That's, I don't think that's it, though. No, it's not. It's definitely an undertone. There's also an undertone of make the world accessible. With Jay's little speech he gives at the end for like 30 seconds. They're like, oh, let's make our town and eventually the world accessible by having automatic doors and moving sidewalks i'm like that'd be great but your town's not gonna get moving sidewalks throughout the whole city oh oh my god no oh there's also a part 
where so we see when they're trying to get Camille back at one point we see her like hanging out with another dog and then shocking at the end they're like oh Camille's pregnant oh Jay do you want a puppy because his whole thing before was that like he doesn't like dogs and dogs don't like him and then he's like yeah I'd love a puppy yeah all right let me find this quote first I remember saying that I'm like oh that was within the first four minutes of the movie a man will follow orders if he fears you but he'll save your life if he loves and respects you so the reason that I think that this is the moral is not only because this is what Mike learns throughout the story, but also this is what Jay learns in regards to this dog. Yeah. Because he's afraid of her, but he learns to respect her. And, and... the dog loves him at the end, and yeah. he's going to get one of her puppies. Yeah. Uh, there's also, like, an undertone of, you know, like... <laughs> I can't remember. There was something else that was just, like, you know, nepotism is great or whatever but there's something about cops too i don't remember i just like this movie had so many morals it was impossible to keep track track. yeah and i wasn't gonna write stuff down because and i got to a point where i got sick of writing stuff down (laughs) i'd pick up my pen every once in a while if i'm too bored for a movie i don't have the energy to write stuff down like i just don't the things that stick out are things that i'm gonna remember and if there's something that i forget then i'll talk about it in the next episode and that's fine that's what i do and that's how much brain capacity i have this is this is bad like this is a bad 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 job they did a bad job with the moral it's not a zero and i don't think it's a one but it's not good it's like two three level so let me compare kim possible's at a three Ooh, kim possible was at a three kim possible was at a three i would say it's better than kim possible just because the two main characters do learn this moral and grow from it so there is some positive learning from it as opposed to Kim Possible and like Freaky Friday where they don't actually learn anything. Yeah. Uh, but I have like a 3-5. Pixel perfect. Perfectionism as a trap. I don't really want to compare it to that one. I don't know why that doesn't feel good. Like I just struggle to find the actual parallel between those two. Hmm. Now I'm thinking it might be more like a 4. Because it's better than the than Twitches and... Phantom of the Megaplex. Why have it like a four? Do I have anything in a four? I have to. There's no way. Oh, I think I have you lucky dog at a four, which would be. Yeah, I have girl versus monster at a four and a half, which is face your fears. I found it. Uh-huh. It has to be the same as Sharpay. It oh, has to. What's what I've done at a four two five. Every dog has its day. Oh, like. Yeah. And it's equally, it's equally, it, it's, That's it's, true. it's equal to that. That's Where Sharpay, true. Sharpay does learn that. She learns from the moral and like, it's, it's dog focus. I think I like it's actually that. too high in Sharpay, but I don't remember our reasoning, so I'm not going to change it. We must have had fine. a reason, but yeah, I like I think that. it's because of You Lucky Dog. I think generally we were like, it is a little bit better than You Lucky Dog. Yeah. You Lucky so. Dog, I have it a four. Sharpay, I have it a four and a half. I, I want to put this. I want to put this in the middle of the two. I'm gonna put it at a four point two five. Four two five all around. And now we rank the movie. Well, all right. Let's see. You lucky it's dog. D plus. Highest is a D, which I have. At, at, you lucky dog. It is a D twenty two, which is a pretty high D. So I've got a lot of playing room within the D range here. Let's see. I'm guessing a 25 is like towards the. Oh, that's the lowest. That's the lowest D plus. Yeah, it's the lowest. Uh, yeah, it's the lowest D plus because the D's go up to a 24. I have Kim Possible. No, I have Freaky Friday at an 18. 
All right. Which I, I think is the lowest D. All, or it's all almost the ranges lowest. of D here to use because I'm not going to go above you lucky dog or oh, at the same the level. Oh, I think this is better than Radio Rebel. Radio Rebel was really boring. Yeah. And I think uh, this is just a step above this, which Radio Rebel is at a 17. And I'd freaky Friday at an 18. Girl vs. Monster, I did a 17, and this is definitely better than Girl vs. Monster. Go figure, I have it a 19, which I think Go figure is better than this. Maybe. Just gut feeling? No. They're both bad. What am I talking about? Christmas again, I have it a 19. I have a lot of 19s and 20s. Oh, oh God. This is so hard. Is this better than Christmas again? I I still think it's slightly better than Christmas again. I do too. I think it's probably a 20. Yeah, I was just trying to see. I have go figure out a 20. Yeah, I've go figure out a 19, which like I I, I want them to be at the same level so I might bump go figure. But I I, I don't care enough, really. But my main <laughs> This is a 20. If I need to move it to a 21 at some point, that's fine. Yeah. But for now, it's a 20. I have Radio Rebel at a 20, and there's no way I'm putting this <laughs> also at a 20. This needs to be at Radio least Rebel above so that. Than me. Yeah. And Den Brother I have at a 20. That's I have Den Brother at a 16. Den Brother, wow. I, I think I really tried to eliminate the, the drinking game from my, my ranking. I was like, <laughs> I cannot in any way think about it because it's so good with the drinking game. It's so bad. Otherwise. I think that's why I gave it higher. I'm like, I'm gonna give it higher because it makes a good drinking game. This movie probably would have made a good drinking game too, but not as good as Den Brother. Den Brother was so obvious. Like it was like all of the tropes of drinking games put into a movie. Yeah. All right. Repeating things. Uh, it's just it's so it's so good. But yeah, I'm gonna do a D twenty. Yeah, I'm gonna do a D twenty one. Yeah. Uh, don't watch this movie. That's the more anything that we have in the, the D. mission to not watch this movie. Watch anything anything we have. Anything we have in a, a D and below, absolutely do not watch. D plus probably also don't watch any of those. But there might be some of those that we aren't going to judge you as much for watching. Not that <laughs> we're going to judge you for watching I'm anything. Go but... back and watch you, Lucky Dog. But that has the stipulation of it being the first one we watched. Yeah. That's the only reason I want to. Like, maybe when we're done mm-hmm. going through all the movies, I'll be like, let me go watch that first one again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to have to watch them again to make drinking games. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's uh, when I'll watch it again, when we're making it into a drinking game. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Decom mission for the week. Don't watch this movie. <laughs> right. Um, Make a flip book. That's a good one. Unless book. you're not talented as an artist like me and <laughs> would not be able to make a flipbook. You can make a flipbook online. I would also probably be really bad at that. Well, you don't draw it. You just kind of like put things on a on the pages. And there's a game. There's a game called Gartic Phone where you can... What you do is you play with friends and you basically build a flipbook. Uh... You it's what you do is you build an animation by using like onion skin layers, and it's really it's really fun. Hmm. It's like Telestrations, but 
if it was able to be animated and cut the like written parts. Yeah, that does. I sound played fun. with some work friends. It's good. It's fun. It's free. It's just yay. Online. We love free. Free. At least I think it's free. I've never paid for it. <laughs> uh the serious decommission. Uh, make sure you respect people. Yeah. Don't try not to yell. Try to this week. try to make the world a little more accessible. Yeah. That's too many missions, Sarah. We gotta we gotta Hey, that's my mission. <laughs> Alright, then I don't yell all you want this week. How do we how do you try and make the world a little more accessible in like a week? I guess that's more than a week long thing, but I guess I guess uh, instead of making the world a more accessible place, be cognizant of how the world could be a more accessible place because I think that's something that's not equally as important, but for maybe some people who don't have access to literally making the world a more accessible place, it's something that, you know, cognizance is a good stepping stone. Yeah. I mean, it could even be something like, hey, make sure that things aren't sitting in front of the buttons for opening doors so people who use Mm -hmm. wheelchairs can get to them. Or that, like, which even where I work is, is sometimes an issue. Like at our front door, people pile things mm-hmm. on top of a cart in front of that button. I'm like, you guys, <laughs> we work in a nursing home. What are we doing? Yeah. But, or yeah. let's say you're listening to this in the winter. Make sure that if you're shoveling a sidewalk mm-hmm. or stairs, that you shovel the ramp as well. Yeah. There's lots of or lots just, of little yeah, just, things. You know, try to be more aware. It was really eye opening for one of our classes in college. We used a wheelchair for a day just to get around campus and it really makes you realize how many things are not accessible or how steep oh, yeah. things are that you don't like inclines that you think aren't very steep when you're walking up them but you can't get up them when you are using a wheelchair well accessibility also well not even accessibility but you know equality and uh what's the word it's not justice but whatever but equality also carries over into things that aren't even just physical because i mean there's not really marriage equality for people of you know different accessibilities yeah so and especially uh nowadays with some states that are trying mm -hmm. to pass certain things that uh Mm -hmm. are trying to turn things backwards yeah so maybe i mean that's something you can do you can contact your officials Mm -hmm. and you know email them call them leave messages yeah yeah. Yeah. We're uh, starting to go a little backwards in some states, which is very Shocking. disappointing. Shocking. In our wonderful country, right. that does nothing wrong, that's perfect. If you guys could see my face right now, it is beyond deadpan. I... Uh, so yeah, that's, that's a lot of missions it. for this week. But, you know, just start thinking about some stuff just like that. Just be cognizant. Yeah, think, I think, think about other people is basically what we're trying to say. Like, yeah. <laughs> think about yeah, the world just, in general. Just think about other people. Be, cogniz- be cognizant of other people. Yeah. And what they, and their, their, their journey. I, that's the word. I could not think of the word journey. Jesus. Oh, I'm so tired. Uh, uh, apparently I didn't drink enough of this coffee. We... <laughs> So Kira doesn't like coffee, so <laughs> she can't. It's been have it. so, oh, it's been so hot in LA. It was like ninety-seven yesterday, and I'm just broiling in this closet. So, um, that's gonna be it for me. <laughs> oh, what's um, our uh, next movie? 
next movie is Get a Clue, starring Lindsay Lohan and the kid who played Alfalfa and the Little Rascals. And nice. I'm pumped, y'all. I'm excited. I haven't seen this one before. I have high Get hopes. a Clue. There's nothing you can do. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, should at least be a better movie than this one, then. Yeah, it should. Yeah. See you in the next one.